is your morning routine. Listen, respect my name. Cap and J-Hood. That's right. That's right. We're bad. Uh-huh. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app and on FM 100.3 HD2 and on ESPN 1000 Chicago. Now. No, 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 no. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. Bring them out. Bring them out. Woo. Bring them out. 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 Welcome in to the Captain J Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We got Shay, we got Jay Moore, we got you for a three-hour ride here on this Wednesday morning with open phone lines for you. 312-332-ESPN. 332-3776 is our phone number. Good morning, Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. Thanks so much for watching our show and all the shows here at ESPN 1000. And there he is. I'm back with my friend, David Kaplan. That's my partner. My friend, David Kaplan's right next to me as Captain J. Hood ride again. Yes. Good to be back with you. Carmen and I had a lot of fun yesterday. Oh, did I don't you? know about your foray, but we had a lot of it? fun. Whoa. And we did four hours, and I could have gone six. We had a good time, man. A lot of NFL moves. Six. Carmen and I had some laughs. Hmm. Rocking. Freaking roll. Let's go. Oh, six hours. That makes me feel a little small, so I'll just step aside. You could easily have done it. <laughs> You're a beast. <laughs> no, I don't think so. But I, uh, did you get a chance to uh, tune in to, to the Golden Hammock that I uh, that I hosted? The I heard 10, some of it. I was working out, but I heard a little of it. A little 10 to 12 action. Ah, yeah. the Golden Hammock. Yeah, I was working out. I heard a little bit. Yeah? Yeah. What do you think? How did I do? You were fine. Work with You're Sylvie. always fine. How about Sylvie? The other, that was my partner yesterday. So let's talk quarterbacks. All right. There's a lot going on in the National Football League. I'd <laughs> rather spend my time on stuff that matters. And let's get into right. Lamar Jackson gets tagged, non-exclusive. Right. And we got a bunch of teams that are saying, yeah, not interested. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Back channels. Mm-hmm. Damn. Okay, that's one. <laughs> Two, Aaron Rodgers has the Jets contingent take the private jet of Woody Johnson out to California, a little dinner. Now they're clearing cap space this morning. Man, that's how you do it. Correct. You really want Aaron Rodgers out there and with the Jets? Go out there and fly out there to his uh, cave and have a conversation. Correct. Make it happen. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like that could, could, and probably will happen. With all this movement with the quarterbacks, though, Cap, it makes me, I have no other choice but to think about what happens here at home mm-hmm. with Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Now, we talked to Ryan Poles just recently at the Combine in Indianapolis, yep. and we talked to him about Justin Fields. And actually, you know, Poles has towed the line and said to everyone, all the interviews that he's done, NFL Network and uh, Pro Football Weekly and all the, other, all the shows, all the publications, mm-hmm. says, you know, Justin is, is a... Good quarterback, but he's got some stuff to work on. Mm-hmm. See, all of this for me is a little bit of a, uh, a step back for me. It is because we get a general manager on the record that's speaking the truth. We don't get that very often. Very rare. Either evasive or not speaking the truth. And at least from Paul's standpoint, he's telling you what he thinks. And actually saying a lot of what we have seen. I think to the average Bears fan, they look at Justin Fields and say, yeah, he's good, but he needs to work on some things. 
And I think that that's a fair analysis, and Polls has given a fair analysis of Fields in that regard. I love his honesty. Totally love his honesty. This will define Ryan Poles' legacy as the general manager. It's not every year. It's never happened in the history of the franchise that you're going to have the top pick and the most cap space by almost double Mm -hmm. anyone else in the league. So how he operates, this will paint the picture for what the Bears are going to be. Now, I know there are people out there, Shea being one of them. I got a lot of buddies that are like him, that how quick can we turn this thing around? Can we get right back in the mix this year? I've been consistent. I don't believe they can. Mm -hmm. I do not believe this team's contending to go to the playoffs. I don't believe this team is a nine-win football team. I think Ryan Poles is going to take a measured approach on what he spends in free agency. He'll get some good players starting on Monday. He will. Mm -hmm. He'll trade that pick for Hall, is what it sounds like. And then I think he's looking at multiple picks next year and multiple picks the year after. And then, he said it to us, we evaluate our drafts over three-year periods. Then, it's time to go. Let's go back in time and hear from Ryan Poles uh, talking about Justin Fields, a quarterback, how he feels about him and how his development can be even better next season. Those are those moments that did blow you away, that his athletic ability and, and ability to create explosive plays um, were special. Now, what we've had discussions about, and I, I talked about it openly, like he's got to take the next step in his game, and I'm excited to see that because I think he's going to. Uh, thoughts there from Ryan Poles on Justin Fields. But with all the movement that you talked about moments ago, Cap, it makes you wonder about Poles. And again, he's being forthright as far as we can tell, as far as how he wants to see the team, the future of the team, the draft picks, free agency. But it's still in, in the back of my mind. I believe that Fields is the guy today on March 8th. Is he the guy when the season starts? For the Bears, because if everything's open, everything's open for business, as Poles has said, especially with the draft pick, do you think that the quarterback position is open for business too? Not right now. On on March 8th? Quarterback position is his for the next 12 months. Mm-hmm. Through the end of the next football schedule. So what is that, 11 months from now? Sure. That's what all he's been guaranteed. They're not trading for Lamar Jackson. That would be a stupid move. Pay that kind of money and all the draft capital to go get him for a guy that you're going to have to give him a fully guaranteed deal. And while he's a wonderfully talented player, he's had his share of injury issues. Yes. And my team's not ready to win. Like, if you told me, pick a team that's close that needs a quarterback, the Jets. Sure. If the Jets said we just traded for Lamar Jackson, okay. You got a billion number one and two picks on your roster, and that's the guy you have pledged that he's going to get you over the th- Good luck. Jets in that conversation. Miami's in that conversation. San Francisco. San Francisco's in that conversation. Right. But and the it, Bears are not. Almost every team in the NFC South outside of the Saints. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Just the NFC, and let's... Assume Aaron's playing for an AFC team. Mm -hmm. Jets, most probably. The Raiders. Let's assume Aaron's out of the NFC. Okay. Where does Justin Fields rank today 
not 12 months from now. Where does Justin Fields rank today among the starting quarterbacks today in the NFC? All right, let's go and start with the East first, and we'll work our way down. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's obviously I'm taking the uh, the quarterback that was in the Super Bowl against Kansas City and Jalen Hurts first with Philadelphia. Okay. We agree? That's more than fair. Dak Prescott from Dallas. They were 12-5 and five last year. Again, underachievement. But again, Dak has got some accomplishments in the NFL. So Dak Prescott would be on my list. Okay. Okay. So then we go down and we go to the NFC North. And I'm going with uh, Jared Goff. Man. Goff is there. Okay. Okay. Kirk Cousins, whatever you think of Kirk Cousins in the playoffs, in the regular season, he's giving you quality. And the production's there. All I've ever asked for the Vikings is, boy, if they could get the quarterback right, they could be in the mix every year for the Super Bowl. But Kirk Cousins is there, and I think that stops them sometimes, and that defense. So Cousins is on the list. Okay, so we have, just to recap so far, Hurts, Prescott, Jared Goff, and there are people going, Jared Goff, man, he's taken a team to a Super Bowl, and he had an amazing year for a Lions team that everyone's picking to make a run next year. That's correct. Okay, so that's four. Kirk Cousins, and I know Waddle loves him some Kirk Cousins. Go back and look at his numbers. Again, he struggles in the postseason. He has struggled at times in primetime. Dude, guy's got a string of 4,000-yard seasons. We've never had one in the franchise's history. Right. That's why I'm giving him the leg up in that conversation. Okay. So we got Hertz, Prescott, Goff, and Cousins. Go yeah. on. Okay. So then we get to the Seahawks and Geno Smith. Mm-hmm. I think he has to be in the conversation. Well, he's certainly today proven more than Justin has. He has. Okay. The Saints have a new quarterback in Derek Carr. He's proven more. I'm going to be on the side of Carr this upcoming season and tell and and prove my point again that Carr may not be the best quarterback or maybe not in your top ten, but that the undisciplined nature of the Raiders and their defense did not help Carr's cause. I don't believe. Agreed. So, I, but, but I'll be glad to be wrong about that. He needed but a I, fresh start. I just think that Carr's better than we see. Probably right. And the Saints obviously believe that paying him the kind of money they're going to pay him. Okay, so then that gets us to Daniel Jones. Yep. What do we do there in that spot? I mean, he's <laughs> taking a team to the playoffs. Now, yep. everyone, you hear all the calls. Boy, I wish we'd have hired Brian Dable, the coach of the year. Boy, that guy's an offensive wizard. Look what he did with Josh Allen. He even made Mitch Trubisky look decent. Boy, I, I really wish. Oh, man, he's awesome. They just paid that dude $82 million over two years guaranteed. 160 total, but they can get out of the deal two years. He'd be a dope with a B on his head if he was here. Correct. Because it'd be the same situation. It's like... Oh, you're talking about the coach. Yes, yes. absolutely. Dave Ball, absolutely. He'd be a dope with a, with a B on his head. That guy's horrible. But what an idiot. Well, just like, you know, it, either you build on the veterans that was already here that weren't winning, or you do what Poles is doing. Okay, what I read last so, night is he and Joe Shane, the GM, who both wanted this job as opposed to the Giants' job, but it didn't work out. They got the Giants. Mm-hmm. They were all in. Dable said, that's my guy. I want Daniel Jones. Okay. So a lot of faith in someone. He's taking a team to a playoff and yeah. won a road playoff game. Our guy hasn't today. Okay. So, so we're writing Daniel Jones down. Okay. Okay. So if Daniel Jones is on that list, we now have 
One, two, three, four, five, six. We have seven. Justin's the eighth best quarterback at best in the NFC. I'll drop him down to nine if you put in Matt Stafford. Oh, Matt Stafford's won a Super Bowl for crying out loud. He was injured last year. Right. If he's healthy, Matt Stafford's certainly ahead of Justin. Now, what here's there's a reason why that we are going through this list, and it will explain it coming up next. But we saw what it cost to keep Daniel Jones. What does Justin Fields need to do next season for you to be comfortable keeping him? Again, we know the dollar amount there for Daniel Jones. Now, what about the Bears? So, what does Justin Fields need to do in your eyes as a Bears fan next season for you to be comfortable keeping him? We'll explain why we went through that list with Justin Fields at maybe seventh, maybe eighth, maybe ninth. We'll take your phone calls as well. 312 332 ESPN, 332 3776. All right, Shay, let's open the phone lines on the Cap and J Hood Morning Show. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Cap and J Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. It's going to be the biggest party of the year. Guests from ESPN 1000's 25-year history will be in attendance. And you don't want to miss this one. Tickets are going to sell out fast. Once you go to LiveNation.com, LiveNation.com, search ESPN Chicago. Because Friday, March 24th, we will celebrate 25 years of ESPN 1000. Doors are going to open at 11 a.m. And the live show goes on between 12 and 6 we got Jay Cutler, we got Robbie Gold, we got Mark Giangreco, the return of Mac Yurko and Harry together again. The Cornets, Jordan and Shea, will get a chance to see Sarah Spain and Nick Friedel and Luke Canellis and so many more. Check it out, LiveNation.com, and we'll give away a pair of tickets coming up at 8.50. If you want to be part of the biggest party of the year, make sure you're with us at 8.50 for a ticket giveaway for the 25th anniversary of ESPN Chicago right here on Chicago's Home for Sports. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Do we do we go um, tuxedo for that, Cap, or can we just wear regular clothes for the 25th anniversary? I was going workout gear. <laughs> it is right during your workout time, isn't it? We won't be on the air from there. We're from the studio, like the anchor. We're the... The base will be here. Oh, really? Then we just get to go party. So I'm going to go work out, and then I'll put on a nice bit of sun, my Sunday best. Oh, your Sunday best. Yeah. Bought, I bought Sunday. some clothes in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Dude, man. Oh, they got Lululemon out there, too? No, oh. they do, but I was not Lululemon. <laughs> I wouldn't buy anything there. So uh, we, we saw what it costs uh, to keep Daniel Jones as far as the Giants are concerned. The Giants, okay, Daniel Jones, okay. Okay, the okay, ball, okay, the, 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 the Maras, the Tishes, okay. They're, they're good you know, good people, uh, but they don't know how to run a football uh, operation, okay. Thank you, uh, Mr. Francesa. <laughs> so so what, what, what does Justin Fields need to do next season to, for you to uh, be comfortable keeping him? Now, now, I wrote down on my yellow pad here, Justin versus the Bears. Mm-hmm. Now, there's something that's a little something that we haven't talked about. Justin versus the Bears, meaning... That as we see all these, this quarterback movement, Cap, I can't help but to think about Justin Fields. And whatever the opinion is of Justin Fields today, I believe that if you believe that what you saw last year is who he is, I think that is wildly unfair. I, I don't care if it's a football evaluator. I don't care if it's a fan at the bar. It's wildly unfair. 
Because to me, a young quarterback sure has to be able to learn year after year incrementally how to be able to play the position well. However, on top of that, that said quarterback has to be able to have guys that he can trust. Offensive line in front of him, wide receivers he can trust, a tight end that is a safety valve for him as well. So I will just never be in the belief that what we saw from Justin Fields is, is that's the ceiling. That's it. That's all we'll see. Because it's based on the, the personnel around you. Yeah, they, they played him the only way they could be competitive by running him. That was the only option they had. They had a bad football team. They had an awful football team. There's a reason they're picking first. I'm just not convinced after talking to a myriad of people, watching the expressions of Brian Poles when he sat right next to us, I'm not convinced they're all in. Let's see. I, I think it's, again, to me, Wildly unfair that people look at Justin Fields and think that guy could turn water into wine with that group. Agreed. Totally agree. I think they feel like you better take a step this year. I'll just let's, let's put aside the offensive line. I know that's hard to do. Let's put them put aside just for a second. And we say, well, look at Joe Burrow. Look at his success with a rookie offensive line. Or or look at this team. Or look at oh, look at Kansas City didn't have their full strength at offensive line and still won the Super Bowl. So we'll put that to the side. And just say, well, Justin does a good job running around and you know being able to get first downs that way. You still need to have a wide receiver or two that you could trust. Correct. In key moments, in a, in a tanking season, the Bears had an opportunity to win at least three games in the fourth quarter. But because of the ineptitude of the weapons, they fell short. Those are good tank wins, we would say. Mm-hmm. Did we not see that? When, we did. When he got Marset and St. Brown, like, you know that the setup was real. You know what was going on. Every Bears fan, and some don't still, they still think it was just, you know, blind you know, blind luck or whatever. But no, what happened was is that it was set up for Justin Fields to fail and for the team to fail so they could be in this position right now with the number one pick. 100%. 100%. So, so Shay, when we say, you know, am I comfortable keeping him despite what's happened with Daniel Jones, what I would say is, is that, well, let's see what this offseason brings. And the next couple of off seasons, because I'm not giving up on him based on that, what the Bears put out there this past season. Well, it feels like next off season's the decision point, though, right? Where it's like next off season, you can decide really whether you're going to pick up that fifth year option. Next off season, you can start thinking about do I want to get the extension done early? Because these things aren't getting cheaper. Like when we see Daniel Jones sign that deal, and I know it's only 83 million guaranteed over the first two years. It's not the full 160, but. Dude, like next offseason comes around and Fields is going, yeah, I think I'm ready to get a $200 million extension. What does he have to do for you to be like, oh, I'd give that to him? He's got to be back in the – like still use his legs when he has to. I got to see a guy going through his progressions and hitting big-time throws and my team feels like, hey, man, we're competitive every week. That dude is balling out in the pass game. And he can't do that right now with the weapons that's currently on the roster. And we, we just listed, and the reason why we did this, we listed those quarterbacks. Correct. Eighth or ninth? That's a long, that's a long climb to be a able to get to the top climb. of the NFC. Correct. I mean, it's quarterback rich in the AFC. Right. God, I mean, God forbid us go through the, the entire league and find out where Justin Fields is. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a great I'm going to do that while we Cap, go to the calls. Cap, that, That's a great question. That would be crapping on him then. Then he'd oh, be at boy. the bottom. <laughs> Out of all the quarterbacks, AFC is where it's at. Right. And this is why it's a head-scratcher for Aaron Rodgers. It's like, 
You really want to be competitive in the NFC, buddy? You, you've been in the golden hammock of the NFC all these years. You really want to get in there and get your head knocked off in the NFC? We had Jason Wilde on yesterday. He said the one thing, when he feels slighted or feels maligned, he'll play with a chip on his shoulder. Oh, brother, he is going to want to stick it to every one of his critics. Mm-hmm. You will get the best version of Aaron Rodgers. And then the playoffs start. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Joe and Lindenhurst on Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, fellas. Thanks for taking a call. Yes, sir. Thanks, buddy. You know, I'm very comfortable with Justin Fields. I, I don't think – I think people are who are having or making issues out of stuff don't realize he's had two offensive systems in two years, plus he had – no defense really to support him and a rickety offensive line and a patchwork quilt to receivers that they even won three games and could have won three or four more with a few plays going differently. I think people just got to relax. This guy gets some decent receivers that he can establish a rapport and relationship with a little better offensive line. And if they can get a defense with a defensive line, that can get a stop or two when they need to. I think the Bears are on the right track, and I especially like the future for Justin Fields here in Chicago if we do it right. Thanks, boys. Thank you. We appreciate the telephone call. Now he leaves line open. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. We go to Nesby in Farmington Hills, listening on the ESPN Chicago app. Good morning, Nesby. Morning, hoodie. Morning, Cap. What's Appreciate up? You How are you? Taking my call this morning. What's up, I'm good. I'm good, man. Hey, what's up? What's up? So, look. Whew. I mean, I'm very comfortable with Justin Fields. The thing is, is that we have to. We we really can't truly evaluate him, like Hoodie said. I mean, hell, the, the sabotage was in last year. Mm-hmm. All right, I was the main one saying, hey, they this this that and the third, but the sabotage was in. But this is the thing, though. We got to get him some damn weapons. We don't know what he can do until we get him some weapons. He's playing with XFL wide receivers. That's like going into a fight with your hands tied around your waist. How dare and telling you? You better kick his ass. How, <laughs> how dare you say that about the Rocks XFL? How dare you say hey, that? Hey, I'm just being honest, man. So, yeah. hey, Justin already been on record saying what he wants. He wants weapons. Who he has a rapport with. We got a, we got a receiver standing us right in the face in Jackson Smith and Jigba. If we get him after we trade back, whatever, let's let's do what we can do. If we can land him, then I'll probably watch Justin take off. Same thing with Joe Burrow and what he had with Jamar Chase. Let's just see what he can do. Let's get him a weapon first before we make the, any inclination of whether he should be here after next year or whatever. We don't know yet. Fair. We, we don't. That's more than fair. We don't know. But you came into this season. Correct me if I'm wrong. You thought You're this right, team Kat. could have a lot of wins. Now that you look at it, what do you think of this team in 2023? And again, we haven't seen free agency. We haven't seen the draft. I think they're taking a slower approach after talking with Ryan Poles. I'm going to build this for long-term success. I'm not trying to turn it around in you know one year. That's, that's the truth. The thing is, how I see this roster, that wide receiver core is piss poor. That, yes. The, uh, that that wide receiver core is piss poor. There's no way you can feel that and say that's an actual NFL wide receiver core. Same with your front Darnell seven. Mooney is, yeah, the front seven, too. I mean, people want to bag on the defense, but that defense was in eight games here 
where they where the Bears had an opportunity to win the game. Brother, like eight times. Brother, they, I still have fla- the Nesby. I still have flashbacks being in a bar. Thanks for the call, Nesby. Being in a bar in Austin, Texas, watching the the Bears and Cowboys. We were texting. Oh, it just. I mean. We were scoring enough. They had unfettered <laughs> access, as Waddle likes to say, to the end zone. But it was just the most uneven, most uneven lopsided game that I can remember in a long time. Where the Bears actually did score enough points to win, mm-hmm. but just what I would consider business decisions yeah, defensively. Twenty that day, at least Bears forty-nine to twenty. Was that the score? Something like that. Cap. The, but I thought, and you'd never want to say quit. Unless you really have to. They made business decisions on tackles. Cap, that that game, uh, 49-29. 49-29. Like I said, they had enough points to win because Justin was still in it. It was still viable. But just as I sat there with those Cowboys fans in Austin, you know, rooting for the Cowboys, and I'm sitting there just demoralized. Like, like you, holy We're we going to make a stop? No one. At some point in the third, in, in the third quarter? Anybody going to make a stop? They scored 14 in the first, 14 in the second, 14 in the third. Anybody going to make a stop today? No? Okay. So I went to the AFC list while we were oh, talking no. in Nesby. Well, we'll get to that coming up because I, I want to know how far on your pad you went to get to the <laughs> field. We'll get into it. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776. More of your phone calls on the Bears and Justin Fields. What's your comfort level with Fields when you see the drama around Lamar Jackson and Daniel Jones? We'll get to that and more right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN 1000. Here's today's headlines Headline with Captain J. Hood. Good morning, Chicago. The Baltimore Ravens placed a non-exclusive franchise tag on quarterback Lamar Jackson, meaning any interested suitors will need to trade two first-round picks to get Lamar. Bill Barnwell of ESPN Plus ranked the top destinations as Atlanta, Carolina, New York Jets, and Indianapolis Colts. Aaron Rodgers and that Aaron Rodgers watches full go after the Jets' top brass met with him in California yesterday. The White Sox and Cubs both picked up spring training victories yesterday with the Sox beating Milwaukee 5-2 and the Cubs taking down the Texas Rangers 9-6 running. Seven in a row for the juggernaut. Here we go. Chicago Cubs win again. Here's Zach. Also, the Bulls. The Bulls are wow. back in action tonight in Denver, where they will take on the MVP, maybe for a third time, right? Jokic. And he deserves it. The Bulls are an eight-point underdog in the game. Jay Moore. Cap and Jay Hood are back. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. It's the Captain Jay Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. That same ESPN Chicago app in which you can find the Bear Down podcast. Need more bears? Black and Abdallah have you covered on the Bear Down podcast available now on the ESPN Chicago app. 312-332-ESPN-332-3776. Cap and I hope that you're going to have a great Wednesday morning as we talk to you about Justin Fields and the Bears. Oh, not again. No, no, no. We're talking about Justin Fields only in this regard because there's so much movement with the quarterbacks right here in the offseason. What's your comfort level with Fields when you see the drama around Lamar Jackson and Daniel Jones? And, Cap, we went through the NFC in our first half hour of where Justin Fields is amongst the quarterbacks in the NFC. How about the uh, NFL? 
Okay. Oh, God. So, again, just to recap, as Hoodie said, we have Jalen Hurts. This is as of today. Not what we want as a fan, what we think he could. Today, Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, Jared Goff, man, Kirk Cousins, Geno Smith, Derek Carr, because he's in the NFC now, Daniel Jones, Matthew Stafford. So he's ninth, Justin. Now we add in. I'm going in alphabetical order, not ranking order. We're at nine. Josh Allen, 10. Yep. Joe Burrow, 11. Yep. Deshaun Watson, uh, 11. Is that 11? 9, 10, 11. That's 12. 12. Russell Wilson, 13. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence, 14. Patrick Mahomes, 15. Justin Herbert, 16. Aaron Rodgers with the Jets, 17. Ryan Tannehill, 18. Careful now. Tannehill, huh? He's had success. Today, not what I think he can be in a year with weaponry and a better offensive line. Yeah. So he's like 19th. And you're taking Trevor Lawrence because Lawrence went to the playoffs last year. Yeah, won a game. And won a game. And he's a better player than Justin. That's just a fact. So what I'm saying is, is that Justin Fields will be higher on the list that we have here once the Bears are ready to win. We is, hope. That, is that this upcoming season? I just think that even with less, we saw what the, the, a semblance of offense that actually looked pretty good. I, I give Getsy a lot of credit. A lot of teams would not have changed their philosophy the offensively. No, who does that in the league? Right. How much do we, the, the, uh, the old Doug and OB shows, or now the OB and Hampton shows, they've got to make adjustments. They've got to make adjustments. And all that, right? And okay. they did. Okay, so the adjustment was made. Now, yep. again, did that equal the wins? No. But the offensive philosophy was, let's not get Justin Field killed. Let's make sure that he's not killed before the season ends. Now, there was an injury, yes. But he was able to roam around the pocket. If this is Matt Nagy still, still here, Fields would still be chained to the pocket. And getting killed. And by the way, I didn't even put Kyler Murray. Coach Ty Staten is tweeting in. He's a football coach. Says, where's Kyler Murray on that list? When healthy, he's proven more than Justin Fields. But he's coming off an ACL. I left him to the side. I I understand. I understand, Thanks, T.O. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776. T.O. is always trying to stick his beak in there. Like, you're retired, bro. Even though he still wants to make a a comeback. He wants to be on someone's team, like. This this NFL, these guys that are retired, they look around the house, they see that the wife or their significant other is taking care of the house, taking care of the kids, and they come in and they go, what's my role? Right. Right? Mm-hmm. This is why when we get reports of Tom Brady maybe trying to come back, Phillip Rivers maybe trying to come back, Cap, what do you think was going to happen when you come home? There's no way Tom's coming back. You can, me, me personally. Listen, you can explain this better than I can regarding that, right? Mm-hmm. You're coaching. You're on the road. You're mm-hmm. scouting. You're mm-hmm. with the team. Mm-hmm. Okay? The whole offseason, you're flying all over the place just to get recruits. And then once you are done with that, you're mm-hmm. fired or you quit and mm-hmm. you come home. Mm-hmm. Well, the significant other, your partner's already taking care of the bills. The house is the way she wants it. Kids are already taken care of. And the guy comes home and goes... So what's my role? Get your feet off the coffee table. We don't do that around here. We don't? No, you haven't been home in a decade. Dude, b- right? rest in peace. I love Jimmy V. Jim Valvano told the story after he got let go. There was scandal without Chris Washburn and all that. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. 
He said, yeah. I'm doing ESPN. He said, I came home. It was, I want to say, like Mother's Day or Valentine's Day. It was, it was some holiday. And his wife and daughters were going somewhere. He's like, hey, hey, whoa, what's going on? Where are we going? We've got stuff planned. You're never around. Well, I am now. Well, we're doing that. Well, let's do that. No. We have a routine that me and the girls do. You want to conform and be on our program? Have at it. Why do you think that Philip Rivers is going through with his nine kids Guys and his wife? don't want to be in the rat race and then get out completely. They don't. But it's ridiculous, though, that Brady's r- rumored to come back. Yeah, he tweeted yesterday, yeah. anyone that thinks I have time for the NFL has never had their daughter adopt a two-month-old cat. Which I thought was a great tweet. <laughs> He's done. He's not coming back. How about Philip Rivers? That was, I think, That's just to, not for a whole season. He just wanted to be dropped in on a team going to the playoffs that had injuries. With that noodle arm, how about no? Didn't the report say that he would be interested in playing this year, though, too? Like he's That's back, correct. He's back lifting. He's doing all the strength training again. He's gotten back into his routine. Enough. You go around with a, with a house of nine and think that that's normal. Yeah, nine kids. Yeah. Can no, you imagine? No shot. If I, if I worked in the saint. NFL, if I worked in the NFL and then went home to retirement with nine kids, you got to spend your day with all nine of your kids. Yeah, I'm trying to go back to the NFL, too. Matt and Streamwood on Cap and J Hood. Good morning, Matt. Hi, Matt. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my phone call. Hoodie, did you hear your friend on before you came on and Keyshaw and Jay Will and Max? Jimmy Joe Pesci was on before you came on. That's I, so I, I heard about that. <laughs> I heard about that. I hope they gave him the bums rush like I do. Wow. <laughs> but, uh, anyways, I want to ask you guys in the NFC North, how many wins do you possibly. I know we've gotten. Justin's got one win in the past two years. And NFC North, I just. Can we realistically maybe get two or three wins this year in the NFC North so I know that he's trending in the right direction in this division? Yeah, if, if Rodgers is out, I can guarantee you three wins in the division. <laughs> I can give you at least one, one each. How about that? You I don't know if you're so I mean, the do you think, I mean, do you think Jordan Love could even be better? I mean, just I just worry that, you know, that we just cannot get in this division. That The Lions are so far ahead now because of all the talent they got. And that the Green Bay, they just have that thing over us where we just can't win when it comes to the fourth quarter. Well, Cap, I'm going to need you to root for, if Rodgers is out, I'm going to need you to root for the Bears to beat the Packers twice. How about that? Come on, get on board. Right. I, I just, I'm not sure that's going to happen. If they were, So they redid Aaron Jones' deal. Yeah. They, they're going to fix or convert some money on Bakhtiari's deal. Mm-hmm. Why are those dudes staying? Because Rodgers is coming back. No way. He's going to the Jets. Then why do they come back? Because they think they have talent there and that they can still win. Can't do it without a quarterback. I mean, listen, nothing against... I don't know. I can't say one way or the other about Jordan Love. I have no idea. You know that if Jordan Love balls out, Gutekunst, the GM, he is going to look like the cat who ate the canary walking up to the podium and going, I got rid of the headache. I told you all that kid was a good player when I drafted him. That would be insane. Insane. Mark is in South Shore on ESPN 1000 on Cap and J. Hood. Good morning, Mark. What's up, Mark? Hey, what's up, fellas? Man, long time, long time. Okay, this is my question, bro. It is on you, Mark. We've been here every day. Where you been? Hey, man, working, trying to make that coin, bro. I hear you. But I, hear I, listen, so- to, I listen to y'all, man. Y'all make my day go by much easier. 
Appreciate now, you. If Justin rocks out, like you guys said, all right, but what if the Bears are still mediocre? I don't Pools is setting himself up just in case Justin doesn't work out, but you know, picking getting on his capital. And they may Bears may go for a quarterback. But what if like I said, Justin you know, throws you know, for at least three thousand yards, he still have his running yards, but the Bears still win like six, seven games. Would would that still like put the naysayers down for trading Justin or would that just, you know, give them more like, okay, we still got a quarterback, let's give them more to work with. What do you guys think? Well, I think that six or seven wins is definitely incremental success. I think that ju- well, just as a quarterback, they could be able to achieve that. Like the cover will not be bare this upcoming season, not like, like it, it was. was not like this past season. Absolutely not. Agreed. I don't think they're going to spend all their cap money. I don't. I think they're going to convert some of that into twenty twenty four money. They're going to roll some of it over. Mm-hmm. I think he'll spend significantly, but I don't think he's. All in. Push all the chips. No chance. He's taking a measured approach. He this this is his legacy, man. Like three years, four years from now, if you've got a bunch of twenty four year old, twenty five year old dudes, you're like, wow, the Bears are loaded. That's the dude who's going to be looking back, going, that's what I built. We'll take more of your Bears calls coming up. 312-332-ESPN. 332-3776 is our phone number. Don't forget, Shot or No Shot coming up at 8 o'clock. And more of your phone calls on the Bears right here on ESPN 1000 and also on 100.3 FM. HD2. HD2. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN 1000. Cap and Jay Hood are back on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's Home for Sports. Hey, you know what I did yesterday, right? After working with uh, Sylvie. First baseball game of the season. I made it to opening day before you. How about that? Opening day for the UIC Flames. Yeah, they beat the crap out of Northwestern. Cap, here's one thing. Just one little nugget for you. So we talk about baseball changes all the time, right? And how, whether it's good or bad. I love the old schoolers now say, hey, whoa, 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 it's too fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, slow down. <laughs> you know, same one's complaining by the time we get the all-star break. How to fix baseball. It's like the Greenberg topic. How do we fix baseball? I, we've got to be able to fix baseball, right? And now it's too fast for some people. And this is spring training. College baseball, still with a clock, but the shift is in in college baseball. So you can still shift. Saw Northwestern do that. Three three infielders on the left side mm-hmm. against our guys. I'm like, oh, okay. There's a difference. You still shift in the um, the infield in college. FY, just an FYI. But it felt good up there. Like, yeah, if, it, if you had a heated booth, I might come out and sit in there and watch you do your magic. <laughs> Not in that weather. <laughs> Brother. Hard pass. Let me tell you something. That hawk was out. I don't mean Andre Dawson. That hawk was out yesterday. Yeah. Open booth, that that uh, wind coming through there. I mean, it was a four o'clock game. Sun goes down, uh, thirty four degrees. Wow, tough. Yeah, but we got it done, and the game was under three hours. So again, the game is moving faster, not just in the pro level, but also in college as well. Good, looking forward to it. Three one two three three two ESPN three three two three seven seven six is I our tell phone you, number. One seven straight. Yeah, you did. You tell me. Yeah, I want to make sure. You know. Yeah, absolutely. I'm Pete following Carl Armstrong with one of the best plays you'll ever see. Mm-hmm. Here we come! Where are you going? We're making a run, baby. A, a run at this is spring tra- what, the spring training championship? That's we're, good. We're back. Uh-huh. We are moving in the right direction. Yes, you did tell me. Thank you. 
The Cubs have won seven straight. Here's Zach. <laughs> All right, we don't do Love that. that. No, take that, Danny. All right. is it, song so outdated. Still talking about WGN. Uh, Southside, Noel is on ESPN 1000. All right, Noel. Aren't they still there? Good morning, gentlemen. How y'all doing, man? What's up, Noel? Noel? Uh, yes, I, we, <laughs> yes, that's me, Noel. Yes. Go ahead, Noel. Yes. What's up? Yes. Take that. Yeah, we need to go. We need to play back and get some <laughs> offensive weapon to evaluate Justin Field. That's exactly I mean, right. Cannot, I mean, right. Everybody keeps saying he can't throw, he can't throw. I said, what did he do at Ohio State? He threw the football. Exactly. So get him some offensive weapon, throw it down. Don't worry about the defense right now. You're trying to make, you're trying to evaluate a quarterback. That's the most important position. Evaluate a quarterback this year by getting him some weapons. You can take it on the defense later. So at least we know what we got. All right, Noel, we appreciate the telephone call. Now, the one thing that I would say to him is at Ohio State, he had five five star offensive linemen. Yep. Five more five stars behind those two of any of those five if anyone got hurt. Yes. He had Jackson Smith and Jigba. He had Jamison Williams who then transferred to Alabama. He had Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Jeremy Rueckert, who's a tight end who's in the NFL. Like and he's beating Purdue or Northwestern. It's, it's hey. a big difference, man. Hey. You leave the cats alone. Right. Illinois. <laughs> well, that's, that's a different story. That's for sure. Three one two three three two three seven seven six is our phone number. Here's Eddie from the North Side on Cap and J Hood. Good morning, Eddie. Boys, what you were discussing earlier, if they didn't change the offense and make Justin Fields a running back, there is no doubt, one hundred percent, with the quarterback that went twenty four and twenty one passing, injured both years in a row, and that's a question to ask everybody. Will Justin Fields get injured again this year and miss games? But they would be drafting a quarterback. And I don't think number one, maybe trade the number one, trade Justin, maybe get a, I don't know, a top number two. I don't know even if they were out there and threw that out, if anybody even wanted to trade for him. What, what do you but think? they well, didn't well, do that, yeah. what? Well, I was, let me ask Joey G. Do you think they should uh, trade Justin Fields? You're on with Eddie. Go ahead, Joey. Well, let me talk about Eddie. Two months ago, he graded Justin Fields a B as a running back and an F as in a quarterback. That was his grading. Justin Fields will be back. Here's my numbers, Eddie. Write them down. 3,500 yards passing, and he's going to run for 1,000 yards because of design runs. He'll have the protection. He's going to be a monster because he's seeing what the money is with Carr and Jones. So that's what that's my belief. What do you think of that, Eddie? What him uh, rushing that many? I don't think so because I believe he will get injured again this year, as he did the two prior years. Let's not forget that he's injury prone now. Oh, he's been injured, right? Is that correct? Well, he certainly got Eddie, hurt this Eddie. year. Eddie, do you read fairy tales? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I read facts. And the other fact is, is Detroit, as the other caller said, they have so many weapons. Well, let me, uh, they got rid of their best offensive 
weapon was that tight end. And the only thing they did that was changed from last year to the prior year, I mean last year to the other prior year, is they got golf, and he performed excellently as a quarterback. And that's why Detroit did what they did last year. And he didn't run the ball. He stood in the pocket and passed it. And I believe all the quarterbacks now coming out of college will be runners. If they get any runs for them, they'll all run. Eddie, did golf have protection? Answer the question, Eddie. Did he have protection or not? Did he not? He he did some of the times, but so did Justin, and he couldn't make the throws. They're wide open. Big difference. Jared Goff has maybe top three offensive lines in the NFL. Maybe. You agree with that, Shay? I just have to read this from our Twitch chat uh, from Rass Effects. Jared Golf is just subpar. <laughs> he, wow. he was called him Golf, like the gas station. Thank you, Eddie. Thank you, Joey G. <laughs> you remember? You remember Jared uh, Golf? Did you? Yes. Golf. 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 Like G O F F. Man. Well, exactly. Hello. Wow. Thank you very much, Twitch. The Lions. They got golf. How does that help him play football? <laughs> Twitch.tv forward slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. Thank you, as always, for the conversation helping out on Jared Golf. Shot or no shot? Two minutes on Chicago's home for sports. Here we go. Wow.